This is Made in Montana News on the Treasure State Radio Network. I'm Jay Scott. Governor Greg Gianforte has been sued again, this time by a nonprofit law firm that has challenged Montana's new law defining sex as either male or female. An attorney with Upper Seven Law says the firm filed the right to know complaint Tuesday in Lewis and Clark County District Court. It names the governor and Department of Public Health and Human Services Director Charlie Barrington as defendants. The complaint says the two have violated the state's constitution's right to know by withholding public records under the justification that they're subject to attorney-client privilege and executive privilege. The law firm is asking a court to order the administration to release the requested documents and pay attorney's fees in the case. Quote, both the governor and the department denied plaintiff's requests in full, failed to produce any responsive information, failed to provide redacted documents and accompanying privilege logs, and failed to even identify which or how many documents were being withheld on the basis of privilege. That's according to the lawsuit. The suit claims that SB 458 deprives the plaintiffs of their state and federal constitutional rights to individual dignity, privacy, and freedom of speech. The lawsuit challenging the bills calls the state's new definitions, quote, unscientific and unworkable, and says that by ignoring the existence of two-spirit, intersex, and transgender Montanans, It excludes them from legal protections from discrimination. A spokesperson for Gianforti responded to a request for comment by stating the governor's office, quote, generally doesn't comment on active litigation. Madison County has joined several other Montana counties fighting the state government on how taxes are interpreted. In a pair of unanimous votes on Tuesday morning, the Madison County Commissioners adopted resolutions that hedged their bets by imposing the full 95 school equalization mills the state says are required, but remitting just 77.9 mills that the Montana Association of Counties says is the correct interpretation. Madison County will hold the difference, 17.1 mills, in escrow for taxpayers until the issue is fully resolved by the courts. Once the issue is officially settled, Madison County will either remit the 17.1 mills to the state, refund the mills to the taxpayers, or credit the mills to taxpayers. A coalition of conservation and environmental organizations is claiming that a central Montana coal mine has failed to reclaim land it has mined, creating safety hazards for landowners, livestock, and firefighters, and compromising the productive use of agricultural properties. The allegations are outlined in a 20-page petition the 11 groups have submitted to the federal government seeking intervention. At issue is the Bull Mountains Mine, an underground coal mining operation near Roundup. Signal Peak Energy has operated the mine, For 15 years, its 7 to 8 million tons of coal are exported to foreign markets via a shipping terminal in Vancouver, British Columbia. 
The petitions, which include the Northern Plains Resource Council, Montana Environmental Information Center, 350 Montana and Citizens for argue that Signal Peak's long-wall mining operation, which involves excavating the mammoth coal seams in mile-long panels, has created substantial cracks in the earth, some of which are several feet across, dozens of feet deep, and hundreds of yards long. The groups are asking the Office of Surface Mining, Reclamation, and Enforcement to investigate the mine itself or direct the Montana Department of Environmental Quality to grant citizen inspections within 10 days. After the inspection, the petitioners would want the Office of Surface Mining to halt Signal Peak's operation until the company complies with federal and state laws. In an emailed statement, a spokesperson for DEQ says the agency conducts monthly mine inspections to assess compliance with statutes, rules, and Signal Peak permits. In an email, Signal Peak President and CEO Parker Phillips says, quote, Indeed, four separate complaints over the past year have not resulted in a single notice of violation, fine, or cessation order directed to Signal Peak. To the contrary, he continues, DEQ has repeatedly held that these complaints are procedurally inappropriate and lack any legitimate factual support. A Utah man accused of embezzling more than $700,000 from a Helena company has admitted to the charges. That's according to U.S. Attorney Jesse Laslovich. 50-year-old Thomas Lynn Seidel of American Fork, Utah, worked for a company owned by Anderson Zermullen and pleaded guilty to wire fraud and a money laundering concealment as charged in an indictment. Seidel faces a maximum of 20 years in prison, a $500,000 fine, or twice the value of the property involved in the transaction. He also has three years of supervised release. Chief U.S. District Judge Brian Morris set sentencing for March 20th. In court documents, the government alleged that Seidel worked as a salesman for Information Technology Corporation. From about March of 2020 to August of 2021 in Helena, Seidel embezzled money through multiple means, including creating bogus purchase orders and invoices, stealing inventory, and directing payments to fictitious companies and unauthorized vendors. That's according to a news release from the U.S. Attorney. Quote, when questioned by other employees about the discrepancies in orders and payments, Seidel sent lulling emails attempting to cover up and prolong the fraud. That's according to a news release from the U.S. Attorney. The United States Supreme Court on Monday ordered two Internet sellers of gun parts to comply with a Biden administration regulating ghost guns, that's those are firearms that are difficult to trace because they lack serial numbers. The regulation changed the definition of a firearm under federal law to include unfinished parts like the frame of a handgun or the receiver of a long gun so they can be tracked more easily. Those parts must now be licensed and include serial numbers. 
Manufacturers must also run background checks before a sale, as they do with other commercially made firearms. Missoula, Montana Airport has announced that the low-cost carrier Sun County Airlines will make its debut at the MSO on June 26th with nonstop flights to Minneapolis and St. Paul. The seasonal flights will run twice a week, Wednesday and Saturday, until August 24th. Sun Country Airlines flies Boeing 737-800 next-generation aircraft. Passengers may receive complimentary entertainment streamed to their devices on most flights. Fire officials in Idaho and Washington are investigating the increase in human-caused fires. A sharp increase in human-caused fires has been reported by the Idaho Department of Lands. 206 in 2023 compared to 78 fires caused by lightning over the same time period. In 2002, state officials investigated 127 human-caused and 153 lightning fires, according to the Idaho Department of Lands. Idaho Department of Lands Director Dustin Miller says once reimbursable costs are accounted for, the state's cost for fighting the fires is expected to hit $17.4 million. Fire officials in Idaho and Washington have been warning the public about an increase in human-caused fires for months. That's according to the Idaho Capital Sun and the Washington State Standard. State fire officials have previously told the Sun that neglected and abandoned campfires that have not been doused and fully extinguished are one of the largest problems that they're facing. If you need to hear this report again, please check the podcast on our Treasure State Radio or KGRT-DB webpages. Made in Montana News is podcast worldwide with listeners in now 52 U.S. states and Canadian provinces, three Native American nations, and 31 countries on six continents. We also post our expanded versions on Facebook. Made in Montana news is heard on the Treasure State Radio Network, including KMEH 100.1 FM in Helena, Elkhorn Mountains Radio in Jefferson County, Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King West Radio in Billings, ResCast Radio on the Fort Peck Reservation, PIVA Radio of the Northern Cheyenne Nation, and Crow Res Radio of the Crow Nation. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.